L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday already know. a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Berkshires to the Sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 103, Rob Parker. All right, welcome into Inside the Parker. I'm your host, Rob Parker. And coming up on the program, we'll talk with former Major League outfielder Bernard Gilkey and his former team, the streaking St. Louis Cardinals. Plus, we'll talk with author Alex Spire. He has a new book about the Red Sox and their homegrown talent. That plus so much more. Let's go. Better up. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep him up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one. Dave Dombrowski's out as president of baseball operations for the Boston Red Sox only 10 months after winning three consecutive American League East titles and the 2018 World Series championship. We're talking about less than 10 months from winning a title for Boston. They say the farm system is depleted. They say he spent too much money that he shouldn't have rushed to sign Chris Sale to that big contract. They say that the Yankees own the Red Sox this year, winning 14 times. And is that really the reason that Dave Dombrowski's out? I'm sorry, I can't buy it. It's got to be more than that. There's got to be some other story we're waiting to break and develop and to ooze to the surface. It can't be because the Red Sox are having a bad year and because the Yankees have dominated them. The Red Sox ran away with the World Series a year ago. 
Do you remember what they did to the Yankees, to the Astros, to the Dodgers? Yes. Dave Dombrowski's out in Boston, but I can't believe it has anything to do with baseball. Number two. On Monday night at Fenway Park in Boston, Red Sox fans were delighted when former Red Sox slugger David Ortiz threw out the ceremonial first pitch before the Yankees-Red Sox game. Fans were surprised to see him. The 43-year-old Ortiz was released from the hospital in July, and he's uh, rehabilitating at home. When you talk about what this guy's been through, it was his first major appearance since the shooting in which he was shot back in his home of uh, the Dominican Republic back in June. What a great sight. What a great scene. A three-time World Series winner, known affectionately as Big Poppy, was uh, met with a thunderous ovation from the fans. It was great to see. And Ortiz uh, told the fans, quote, First of all, I want to thank God for giving me a second opportunity in my life to be able to be here with all of you. I want to thank the Red Sox, my real family. They have always been there for me, supporting me. They were aware of what happened to me, and they were the first ones there supporting me. Welcome home, Big Poppy. It was great to see you back up and around Major League Baseball could breathe a sigh of relief. Number three. Bad news for the Minnesota Twins who are having a magical season. Byron Buxton, yes, their star outfielder, will likely not return in October. On Tuesday, Buxton was placed on the 60-day injured list on account of his left shoulder. Buxton was set to go undergo surgery on Tuesday. And the timetable for him to be able to bounce back is expected to be between five and six months. More details were expected once the surgery is complete. The 25-year-old had not logged a uh, plate appearance since August 1st when he crashed into the outfield wall in Miami and suffered the shoulder injury and... uh, Buxton finishes the 2019 season with a career high in batting average at 262, slugging 513, OPS 827, doubles with 30, and instead of being able to make it to the playoffs and rejoin his team, he is out. Buxton is out for the season. It is a blow for the Minnesota Twins. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. 
As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here comes the big interview. Listen and learn. Oh, it's so good. Now joining the podcast, former Major League outfielder, one of my favorites, Bernard Gilkey who, of course, played for the Cardinals, the Mets, the Diamondbacks, the Red Sox, and the Atlanta Braves. Bernard, what's happening? What's going on, my friend? How you doing, Rob? Man, doing great, great, great to catch up with you. What is Bernard Gilkey doing now? People want to know. Wow. Uh, well, Actually, I'm on the road just coming back from playing in the golf tournament. Up in uh, Chicago, I, I had the pleasure of playing Olympia Field. And so I'm trying to uh, learn the game of golf a little bit. And um, also still a part of the Cardinals organization. Um, uh, I am a Cardinal uh, core coach. And we do uh, like mentor in the minor leagues. All right. Well, let's talk about the Cardinals who are atop the uh... – NL Central, and, you know, that's a tough division with Milwaukee and uh, with the Cubs, of course. Tell me about the Cardinals. Why are they in first place, Bernard? 
Well, I, I think the persistence. Um, they they stuck with it. You know, they had a rough start. Well, they really got off to a really good start, and they they fell into um, you know a little little slump, a little slow start there. You know, but I think they just stuck to their guns. You know, and they they believed in themselves, and and they just kept uh, being persistent. The locker room seemed like it turned around really well. They seemed like a really uh, tight group, tight knit group of guys right now, and the management is doing well, and and the ball players are playing. That's what it takes. They they are. It, it's going to be a tight race. Some good team is not going to make the playoffs. When you think about, uh, as I brought up, the Cubs and the Brewers, um, Bernard. Of course, you are from St. Louis, and and I, I don't think this is you you being a homer, but I've said this. And you played in some great towns. You played in New York. You played in Boston. You played in Atlanta. But I, I think the St. Louis fans, and I think St. Louis has the best baseball fans in the country. I, I've always said that. What do you think about St. Louis and the crowds? Well, well, it is outstanding. You know, you, you, you must look at it. They always come out. They support no matter what. And, you know, once you look at different fan bases in different cities and you see how uh, the St. Louis crowd even how receptive they are to the the, uh, the baseball player in general, even the visitors, they come out and they recognize and they're very knowledgeable about the game and how it should be played and they are just um, 100% St. Louis Cardinal fans but they are great baseball fans in general. No, no doubt about it. I've always said that, and like I said, there's so many great towns, but there's something about St. Louis and all that red when I used to go there to cover games. It was amazing. Uh, talk about the uh, home runs in baseball. Are you Do you like it? Don't like it? Too many shifts? What, what do you like about baseball right now, and what don't you like about baseball? You know what? Baseball is uh, fun right now, I, I do believe. You know, even with the home runs and – and the numbers these guys are putting up, um, I, I think the, the home run makes it fun. The shift makes it very interesting. I think the shift really makes uh, the player uh, become a overall player, not just a one-dimensional player, a full hitter. You know, to beat the shift, you have to use the whole field. You know, so it, it, it takes the, the hitter from a hitter's perspective. They have to use the whole field. So it, it makes them – even though they, they hit a lot of home runs to be an exciting baseball player, you have to use the opposite field, get on base, you know, uh, steal some bases and make things happen. I think baseball is exciting right now. Another thing that makes it exciting and is all of the players and their sons playing in the major leagues. Can you Can you get over, like, uh, how many players? We just saw Vlad Guerrero Jr., right? He's up uh, with Toronto. Um, we've seen uh, a, a number of other players uh, all of a sudden start to play in the major leagues. Why do you think that is and why there are so many players now in baseball and their dads are uh, Pudge Rodriguez's son is a pitcher. I could go on and on and on about how many sure. players – uh, why do you think that is Tatis Jr. is another guy? Uh, Delino DeShields. Delino DeShields, right. We could go on and on and on about the list. Why sure. is that? 
I, I think we came up in, in an era uh, where the kids, like the teams I played on, uh, the kids were always allowed to be around the ballpark. So these kids, they were groomed from, from birth in the ballpark, you know, and so they they got so accustomed to being around it, and then they fall in love with the passion of the game, you know, and and they get a head start. They get to see uh, major league players. They get to see the how the game really um, at its best, at its highest level, how it's played, and, you know, they got a, a sense of that at an early age. I think it just really rubbed off, and the organization's, they accepted that. They they invited that. They they let them in the clubhouses, and the kids grew up in the clubhouses. Yeah, I, I think that's been good for baseball. Uh, when you see like a Cody Bellinger, what kind of player he is, and you know, remember his dad was a utility player, sure. played Bellinger. When you see a guy like that, what do you think of Cody Bellinger? Uh, big time home run hitter for the Dodgers, um, and and I don't. I, he's a star. He he is an outstanding ball player. He's fun to watch. Uh, you know, when my dad, we, we used to sit down and watch baseball. If if he was here today, he would see a baseball player like Cody Bellinger, and he would say, "That man's dangerous. That's he is dangerous. He's a dangerous baseball player. Offensively, defensively, he has a strong arm. So he's always making something happen for the good of the team." All right, his name is Bernard Gilkey. Of course, uh, St. Louis born and bred and wound up playing for his hometown, St. Louis Cardinals. Bernard, great catching up with you, man. Thank you so much. Hey, Rob, it's always a pleasure. Anytime, I'll be here for you. All right, stay well. It's time for the Pocket Protector Central. The analytic numbers you need to know, well, maybe. FS1's Anthony Masterson is his name. BS Analytics is his game. What you got for us, Anthony? All right, Rob. One of the beauties of baseball is that no park is the same. In hockey, basketball, or football, there are rules that make the playing field the same, but not so in the national pastime. However, that individuality can certainly skew stats. Now, a 310-foot fly ball in your Yankee Stadium, Rob, is a home run in every, in every other park. It's usually a fly out. Now, how do we factor this in when comparing players? Well, they're appropriately called park factors. Now, park factors take into account more than dimensions. They also consider weather, air density, and even air quality. Now, Petco Park has a denser marine layer that makes it tougher to hit home runs than, say, the thin air of Coors Field in Denver. The league average park factor is 100. So a park with a factor of 105 means that run scoring is 10% higher than average. It's actually 110, but it's cut in half since half the games per year are played at the same park. Now, so we see on these stats leaderboards any metric that ends in a plus or a minus, like weighted runs created plus or ERA minus. Therefore, the Rockies' Nolan Arenado, who's hitting 310 with 37 home runs this season, has a weighted runs created plus of 122, since Coors Field's park factor of 112 assumes his home park will give him an offensive boost. But a guy like the Mets' Pete Alonso, who's hitting 270 but with 47 home runs at the moment at the more cavernous city field, has a weighted runs created plus of over 148. Now, City Field's park factor of 87 last year was the lowest in baseball, by the way, thus giving Pete Alonso a boost for the park factor. It's all about leveling the playing field, Rob. You just hit it out the park. Thanks, Anthony. L-A-S-I-K. 
LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. A podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday. Each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it. And I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. And what the, that ball is. It was a big week in the big leagues. Who's up? Who's up? I don't believe it. Or is it fair? And now, here's ShadowLeague.com MLB insider, J.R. Gamble. They say the farm system is depleted. He spent too much money on free agents. The Yankees kicked the Red Sox butt all year. And Dave Dombrowski has been fired as GM. 
JR, is it foul or fair to fire Dave Dombrowski 10 months after winning a World Series? Foul. That is a foul ball. That's totally foul. I mean, he brings you to the World Series last year, and you have a little struggle this year, which is, you know, totally likely after having such a great year that Boston had last year, you're going to have a little bit of a letdown. Um, everything fell correctly for them from the pitching to Mookie Betts' MVP season to Jackie Bradley's clutch homers in the playoffs. It was unlikely that that was going to happen again. Now, it's more embarrassing because the Yankees seem to be back formidable at full strength, and they ran away with the division. And then we don't know about the internal relationships that are happening within the team, the relationship with the general manager and the manager, who has more power, who's more popular after winning that World Series last year. So it's embarrassment. And uh, Dave Dombrowski, unfortunately, is the one that has to suffer a year off of World Series. If his job is not sake of all, nobody's job is safe. So to think that he'll be fired after one year, which they still competed most of the year, is just foul. All right, there we go. Fasten your seatbelt. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Here comes Parker's top three MLB teams this week. Number three. The Los Angeles Dodgers. They were red hot most of the year, 93-52 and 52 coming into Tuesday. And, yes, they nearly got swept over the weekend by the Giants. The uh, They're struggling right now. Starting pitching's not good. The Dodgers have a little issue. The bullpen has bounced back. But right now, going into the playoffs, the Dodgers aren't as hot and look as tough as they did earlier in the season there's reason for concern the way they're playing right now. Number two. The Houston Astros. Yes, yes, we saw how crazy it was on Sunday when the Astros exploded for a 21-1 to victory over the hapless Mariners. Yes, and we know that there was also that 15 to nothing blowout over the Athletics on Monday, and yes, the uh, Astros have set numerous team and personal records in a short stretch. They've been uh, unbelievable with the bats. They entered Tuesday 95 and 50, 45 games over, but they still are the second best team in baseball. Number one. The New York freaking Yankees. I've been saying it almost all year. Somehow, some way, coming into Tuesday, the Yankees have a 95 and 50 record, 45 games over 500. They were the first team to get to 90 wins. They've had a slew of injuries, and yet they continue to win. They went to Boston. This past weekend, won three out of four. And the real big key is James Paxton, the pitcher who struggled most of the first half. He's now 8-0 in his last eight starts. He's been incredible. These the ace the Yankees have been looking for. If he continues to pitch at this level, the Yankees will be in great shape as they enter the postseason Right now, the Yankees are the best team in baseball. Take out the papers in the trash. 
It's time for Trash Talk Twitter. Your chance to trash anyone or anything in Major League Baseball. This week's winner is Gus underscore Wettercamp 23. And he writes this. The Red Sox have been awful all year long. This series was no different. Good riddance. We beat you 14 out of 19. Wow. The Yankees put it on them. If you want a chance to win a new era snapback cap, send your trash to at Rob Parker FS1 on Twitter. When Rob was a newspaper columnist, he lived by this motto. If I'm writing, I'm ripping. Let's bring in a writer or broadcaster, old or new. All right, let's welcome to the podcast Alex Spear. He has a brand new book called Homegrown, How the Red Sox Built a Championship from the Ground Up. Alex, welcome. How are you? Thanks. I'm great, Rob. Thanks so much for having me on. Really appreciate it. Uh, no problem. And let's let people know that you've covered the Red Sox for the Boston Globe since 2015. Yes, and uh, covered the Red Sox dating back to 2002. So, you know, seen a, tra- a, a franchise transform a, a few different times over the course of the last few years. But talk about this team and what they were able to do and, and how they were able to dominate and win a World Series championship. What was the big first move that they made? Well, there was this kind of extraordinary day that occurred in the Red Sox front office on August 15, 2011. Uh, the rules of how Major League Baseball allowed its teams to draft and sign players were different then. You basically had an open wall. You, you, it was, you could spend as much as you wanted to to add prospects to your system. And it looked like at that point it was going to be the last time that teams had a chance to do that. So the Red Sox were taking one last really big swing at the fences. And uh, in that last kind of frenzied hour, literally the minutes and seconds leading up to midnight, they signed a number of players who ended up being core contributors to the 2018 championship. Among those guys were signed between 11 p.m. and midnight on August 15, 2011, while the Red Sox front office was kind of freaking out, were Jackie Bradley Jr. and Matt Barnes, a couple of their first-round picks, and also a skinny 150-pound kid uh, who was about five foot eight out of Tennessee named Mookie Betts, uh, who was a fifth-round selection that year and obviously turned into uh, a transformative figure in the history of the franchise. Um, so that that was kind of the beginning point. The Red Sox seized an opportunity that existed, a closing window to add as much amateur talent as they could, and that, that obviously paid a lot of dividends, but it took a long time for them to get there. How about Mookie Betts? I mean, talk about uh, coming out of nowhere and being this uh, impactful player, uh, MVP. I mean, it, that's quite a story. It's extraordinary when you think about exactly what I was talking about a few moments ago. Coming out of high school, this this small kid who really didn't stand out at all on the baseball field, the type of guy who often ends up going to college and then maybe asserting himself against really good competition there. But the Red Sox took a chance on him. They had a scout who really who really was drawn to just the ease with which he seemed to be moving around the field and the athleticism. And you know, even though he didn't have real power at that point, just saw some great hand-eye coordination. But over the course of time, Mookie Betts went through serious self-doubt early in his professional career. At one point in his minor league career, he was ready to quit. He was talking to, uh, talking to basketball programs about the possibility of going to school. Um, but instead, he ended up kind of sticking it out through this, through this period and making just a couple of small adjustments, having the right coach come along at the right time for him in 2013, made some adjustments, and all of a sudden got on this kind of rocket ship to being one of the biggest prospects in baseball, and then ultimately – 
one of the best players in baseball, but it's, it's not the type of guy who, when you're passing him on the street, you say, oh, that's a guy who's going to be a superstar athlete because he's five foot nine and, you know, just kind of undersized. So it, it took a little bit of, uh, it took a pretty interesting crystal ball to discover the talent that he might be. And we say this to, to add for all the uh, joy of 2018, 10 months later, Dave Dombrowski, <laughs> the president of baseball operations, is out. How stunning is that to you? On the surface, it looks crazy that, you know, it's, it's the type of thing that induces whiplash when you think about it. You know, I mean, this was a guy who less than a year ago had, had been the, the architect overseeing the final touches of the most successful Red Sox team in franchise history. On the other hand, the team that Dombrowski built from the time that he became that he came on board as president of baseball operations in 2015 through 2019 through 2019, his mission was to add to a really good core. The Red Sox are getting to a very strange place where uh, the mandate isn't going to be one of adding. Instead, it's going to be, quote-unquote, reshaping the core. They're going to be having to watch some of these guys walk away or trade them. Uh, so a player like Mookie Betts, the Red Sox face a significant decision coming up on this offseason or the following one about whether or not they're going to be able to retain Mookie Betts, and if not, if they should trade him. Uh, and Dave Dombrowski has been, you know, his MO with the Red Sox was, to add and add and add, and uh, and so at a time when they're going to need to start subtracting key cornerstone players uh, and thinking a little bit more about balancing short-term and future interests, they decided that they were going to go with a different leader for that uh, for that next phase of the franchise. But yeah, on the surface, it's stunning. Uh, but when you think about the particular circumstances of the franchise, I guess it's slightly less stunning, but only slightly. His name is Alex Spire. He has a new book. Homegrown, How the Red Sox Built a Champion from the Ground Up. Where can people get the book? Uh, any, you know, any online outlet you know, uh, or your local bookstore, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, or, or hopefully your local bookstore is carrying it too. All right, Alex. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. Now bring in the closer. Strike one. Strike two. Strike three. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA, and it isn't even close. This is why baseball is better than the NBA and the NFL. We're seeing a lot of generosity in the crowd. A lot, yeah. a lot of it. A lot of those baseballs going to kids. That's what. It's, that's what it's all about. Very sweet. And a Yankee kid he looks emotional about yeah. it. He is. Yeah. He very really is. Isn't that sweet? The scene that unfolded Monday night at Fenway Park was unbelievable. There was a foul ball in the stands. Somebody grabbed the foul ball from the bat of Aaron Judge. The guy who got the ball handed it to a kid, and the kid who's wearing Yankee stuff is brought to emotional tears. He cannot believe he got a ball from one of his favorite players at the ball game. He didn't catch it. It was handed to him. But it still moved him like that. There's no other game you go to. If an NBA ball goes into the crowd, you throw it back. It's not a big deal. They put up the nets when they kick the extra points or the field goal so it can't go into the crowd. Same thing if a ball goes into the crowd. Nobody expects to take it home or the security guard takes it from you. In baseball, when the ball comes into the stands, it belongs to the fans. Fans treasure getting a foul ball. It makes a moment. 
Monday night we saw what a foul ball can do to a kid and give him a lasting moment. That's why baseball is better than the NBA, better than the NFL, and it ain't even close. In the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. Every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 